Monica Dulcio, and welcome to the podcast, Here's What I Think, a weekly podcast that covers news, politics, pop culture, updates on my life, and new recommendations regarding music, television, film, and podcasts that I think you guys should also listen to. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your support. If you'd like to know how you can support me even more, please become a patron on my Patreon page. The link will be in the description of the podcast. Your support means the world to me. I really hope that you enjoy listening to this podcast. Thank you all so much for your support once again, and stay blessed. another episode appears what i think if i sound weird that's because i have a sore throat now because it is cold in georgia and it recently started snowing which was ridiculous but stop snowing thank goodness so yeah i don't know if the roads are frozen or not but i bet they aren't and i have a final today so i gotta start studying so let's just get through this podcast episode how are you guys doing today I am doing well. I'm doing pretty great, honestly. Um, nothing. I'm, I have to first start doing videos on my YouTube. And I'm also sorry about everything that's happening with Patreon. Because what I believe is happening is that they're charging more to the patrons if they have like any of their pledges. So I understand if I lose pledges this week, that's perfectly fine with me. I just want to say thank you to all the people who were... Um, patrons and I want to say thank you to all the people who are still patrons and I want to say thank you for two people who weren't pa- who aren't patrons anymore but like really tried like that meant a lot to me you know you all mean a lot so thank you so much but yeah um let's just get let's <laughs> let's just get started but seriously let's get started sorry <coughs> I'm sorry I'm gonna be coughing all throughout this episode I got to try to make get better to make better to get better okay you'll hear a lot of pauses throughout the whole um episode because I am drinking tea but yeah let's just let's get started with this week so my favorite person this week is John Lewis <laughs> you may be wondering you may be wondering, Monica, why is John Lewis your person? It's because John Lewis never ceases to be such an amazing, wonderful person. If you don't know who John Lewis is, he is a representative of the 5th District in Georgia. And, you know, um, I didn't really hear about John Lewis growing up, which I probably should have because he is a huge, he, he should be a really big deal in Georgia. Especially the fact that I live in Georgia. And also because, like, he marches MLK. He has his own, like, school um, in Georgia that I, like, um, that, like, someone from my church works at. And 
you know, he's a pretty big deal. And so on Saturday, a new civil rights museum opens up in Jackson, Mississippi. And that was one of like the major places for the civil rights movement in the 50s and 60s. And that would be super celebratory and really great. But the governor, for some reason, thought it was a good idea to invite the Rotten Orange to the event. Uh. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. So, because of this invitation, a lot of people were upset, obviously, because um, the current Rotten Orange in chief doesn't honor or respect the civil rights movement, civil rights leaders, the principles they were trying to push forward in the civil rights movement, the things they're trying to achieve, like, the idiot has tried to roll back everything. He has been rude and terrible towards civil rights leaders. And so to invite him to the to invite him to to the opening of the civil rights museum is absolutely ridiculous. Why would you invite why would you invite him? What sense does that make? Well, if you did invite him he'd be bad, but you should let him be mad because you know he's trash. But anyways, uh, Benny Thompson, who was a U.S. representative in uh, Alabama, it says, I think. Where is it? What does it say? In, wait a minute. Oh, Mississippi. Okay, so Benny Thompson, a representative from Mississippi. Well, that makes sense because the museum is in Mississippi. And John Lewis, representative from Georgia. They said they're not going. They said that his, they said that. The Ron, Orange, the Ron Orange's attendance. Well, they didn't call him the Ron Orange, but that's my name for him. That um, his attendance and his hurtful policies are an insult to the people portrayed in this civil rights museum. That is that is right. You are right in that. Damn sure. Gosh. Okay. So then, of course, um, this idiot uh, had to respond. And then Sarah Huckabee Sanders had a statement in response, she said, we think it's unfortunate that these members of Congress who enjoyed the president in honoring the incredible sacrifice civil rights leaders made to the to right the injustices in our history. You're trying to do unjust things in American history right now, so I don't know why you're speaking, Sarah. But anyways, she continues to say that hopes others will join him in recognizing the movement, but it's about removing barriers and unifying Americans of all backgrounds. That is completely the opposite of what this administration is currently trying to do in our present time in history. So it makes no sense for you to be going to this museum to celebrate these people, because I'm pretty sure MLK would flip the bird at the current rotten orange chief. Like, honestly, I don't know who you think you are? I don't know where you think you work. I don't know what you think is happening right now in our current state of history, Sarah. But you must be blind. You must be dumb. You must be deaf. I don't understand. But, anyways. Um, honestly, oh, and honestly, no one should be lecturing John Lewis about the sacrifices of civil rights leaders. He was there. He was there at the march. He was with MLK. And I remember seeing this video of um, John Lewis. He was watching a video of the march. And when the video was done, he broke down crying. And that made me feel very uncomfortable. Because to go through something that traumatic and that huge and that big, that kind of just like shapes who you are and how you feel. Like, 
to have to like relive it over and over just so other people can understand the seriousness of the civil rights is kind of annoying. Like y'all should understand that there are people who are getting chased by dogs, hosed down, they're getting death threats, and all these things are happening to people who just wanted to be treated equally and fairly. And this man is now a congressman and he is not getting the respect he deserves. He has done amazing things for America. And then there's an idiot with a dusty toupee who's pretending to run the country. And he is being completely disrespectful to John Lewis, who has done more for this country, more for civil rights, more for black people than that dusty toupee nigga ever, oh, ever did. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Sorry. Hold on one second. Hello, you guys. I just took like an hour break because my throat got so bad and I couldn't talk like at all. Uh. And this is going to be a more sporadic and random podcast than I usually do. I'm just going to talk about random news stories that I see on my timeline. And I'm also going to talk about important stories as well, but just like to cover some stories that I don't usually talk about. So one story that I would like to to talk about is um, Meghan Markle. Now we're all happy for Meghan and the fact that she's getting married to Prince Harry. It's an amazing thing. It's wonderful for her. I'm so proud of her. I'm so glad that she's doing this. But Yahoo, I think GMA, it was they wrote this article about how her engagement offers hope to Black women. Now I don't know who told them this. Or where they got this from, but I think that concept is absolutely ridiculous. Now, black women have no problem finding men, um, you know, dating guys, no problem at all. And we're all happy for Megan and her engagement, and we think it's really great because, you know, black princess and everything is wonderful. But that doesn't mean that now that Megan has find, found a man, all black women find, find, suddenly feel like they can find a man. Like, no, that's not the case. The thing is, is that we're just happy that there's a black princess. And I'm going to call her a black princess. I don't care about the legalities or if she's a duchess or whatever the fuck. She's a princess in my book. And that's what we're happy about. We're happy for her um, just like getting this engagement because it's a monumentous thing. It's a huge part of like 2017 this year. And I'm just, we're proud of her. It doesn't offer hope for black women. It's not like we're hopeless in the romantic department. Not at all. It's just that people are happy for Meghan Markle. And we're allowed to be happy for her. Because God bless Meghan Markle, that beautiful woman. Beautiful, wonderful woman. Also, I've always meant to watch Suits. But now I'm definitely going to watch Suits. Because, you know, my girl's in it. But yeah, now I'm definitely going to start watching Suits. But uh, let's talk about another thing. This article I found on my timeline it's called Representative Al Green's call for a vote on Trump's impeachment falls hard. Christ. So basically, um, he, Representative Al Green, if you don't know who he is, he's a representative from Texas with a perm, and he tried to force a vote on impeachment this week, but it failed. He has been one of the vocal members of Congress who has been calling impeachment hearings against Trump, and you know, a lot of people have not really like stepped up to the plate to like call for some impeachment and I think this is a good idea you know I think this is important I feel like we should listen to it you know and um 
it really sucks that like more people aren't taking the time to just like impeach this asshole like what's it gonna take there's so many things happening so many things this idiot is doing and Al Green has the right headspace like yeah we should most definitely impeach this idiot but I just want to bring that to your guys attention and also um I think that Al Green is a really great person and he has really great ideas of policy um he wrote a letter and it said that uh, Trump's rhetoric divides and damages the social fabric of our country in ways that obstruction of judges obstruction of judge justice cannot and democratic leaders tried to prevent a vote in a closed door meeting but green invoked a measure called privilege motion that allowed him to force a vote republican leaders moved to table the motion a procedural step which essentially bottles up the proposal indefinitely major democratic votes also voted to table the resolution wow y'all are <laughs> Al Green is the only one who's ready to step up to the plate. They're like, oh, that's a little extreme. That's a little too much. Like, he's a butt face. But, you know, we don't want to do something major. Basically, totally major, guys. Let's just, let's just chill. Let's just calm it down. So, yeah, hold on. Okay. I just had to drink, like, a huge gulp of tea. My throat is killing me. I hope by next week my throat is better. But let's move on to another story. Um, I really want to talk about this uh, Joyner Lucas music video. And I'm pretty sure you all have seen it. But basically, Joyner Lucas is a black guy who's a rapper. Who I've never heard of up until this moment. But I think that's true for everyone. And he basically made this video, this music video, the song called I'm Not a Racist. Where it starts off with this white guy in a Make America Great Again hat. And he says the N-word like 17 times. And he keeps listing off why black people suck and la 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 la. All these racist rhetorics and shit like that. And then the black guy kind of like follows up by saying, Oh, we do this because of this and that and this and that and blah blah blah. And a lot of people were like rallying behind the video because they thought it was an important discussion on race and it was like a brutal brutal conversation that we're too scared to have and things like that and this is what i kind of hate about time now the times now because it's very tense to talk about race it's very difficult to talk about you know our racial divides and the political climate and everything but um people will try to create something that is so lackluster that is so just like secondhand bullshit and then everyone will lap it up and treat it like it's art they will treat it like it is like a mona lisa like it's so smart and like riveting and important and it's not that music video was trash and the song was terrible first of all i don't know why there was a white man saying the n-word or at least mouthing the n-word so many times but that first off was a no-no that was a huge no-no when I saw it. And second of all, I am so sick of people having this two sides conversation. How black people have to sit down and talk to people who are vehemently racist towards them. Like if you honestly think that black people do not deserve respect that you get 
you honestly think that black people should not be killed in the street if you honestly think that black people should not have the same opportunity for better housing better jobs access to clean water access to health care if you do not think that then i'm not going to debate with you on why my life truly matters i'm not going to sit down waste my energy my time my breath my well-being my knowledge on you you because you do not care you don't actually want to listen you don't actually want to understand you want to be willingly ignorant and you will watch something as backward as stupid as lazy as this video that makes no real point with no real purpose it doesn't really say anything at the end they hug I'm not hugging you. I'm not hugging any Trump supporters. You voted for a man who mocked a disabled person. You voted for a man who joked about lynching gay people. You voted for a man who told his supporters that if they beat up a black person in the street, he will pay for their legal fees. That's who you voted for. I do not care what other reason you have for it. I am not sitting here trying to be your friend. I'm not sitting here trying to hold your hand. I'm not gonna try to sit here and be nice to you. I'm done. I'm sick and I'm tired of it. I have been screaming from the top of my lungs people don't vote for this man don't talk to him don't pay attention to this man he's not right for america he does not know what he is saying and what did you guys do you voted for him anyways and now look at the situation we're in right now and you want me to sit across the table and have a discussion no no bitch that's not me someone else could do it you can find another black person who is happy to sit down hold your hand and walk you through the systematic oppression of black people of hispanic people of brown people of of gay people, of trans people, you could talk to somebody who's willing to do that with you, but I am not the one. And this music video was trash. This music video was tone deaf, it was poorly thought out, it was ridiculous, and it was an attempt to make you look woke, but it made you look stupid. And I never want to see that on my timeline ever again. Don't you ever, don't you fucking dare, ever show me that fucking video again. I blocked every video on my goddamn timeline. I do not need to see that trash. I don't want to hear your opinion, okay? It's garbage. It's weak. It is stupid. And we're done. That's it. Epi, that's it. Excuse me. I just need to breathe. I'm sorry if I really just like went off on you guys. In that moment, it was a. Uh, I honestly didn't even watch the music video. I watched part of it. I watched the beginning and I just kept skipping through it. And I I never want to hear Joyner Lucas's voice again. I I never want to see this video again. I'm over it. I'm done. That's how I fucking feel about it. Okay. So um, let's move on. Okay, so what else, what else is going on right now? Um, let's talk about pedophilia. <laughs> because nothing sparks a conversation quite like pedophilia. So recently, I don't know who did this, I don't know whose idea this was, but I really need to talk to some of these people online. Because there was this, uh, post I saw where someone wants to recognize the P in LGBTP. IA community. They want to recognize the P as pedophilia. 
as a relationship between consenting uh, consenting adult and child now listen we're not going to sit here and normalize pedophilia okay it's gross it's disgusting it's wrong no grown adult person should be dating someone who's younger than them i understand that a lot of times you'll see someone on instagram and be like oh this person's cute but y'all gotta look closely because there are people on instagram who look like they're 20 but really they're eight would really like they're 17 or like 15 like y'all gotta be careful about how you look at people online and also if you're well aware that this person is a minor and you still may post a comment that's kind of sexual or you will go your way to meet up with this person to excuse me i don't know date them or have or sleep with them that's gross that's disgusting and pedophilia is wrong and we're not going to sit here and normalize it make it okay do you understand me it's not okay stop trying to make pedophilia okay it's gross and it's weird i am not here for the normalization of this shit all right i need people because people so many times will compare like oh if a man and a man get married then a man and a horse will get married and like a man and a child will get married like no that's not what happened you can't loop in pedophilia and bestiality with homosexuality they're not the same thing they're completely different first of all homosexuality is two men being in love all right a man and a horse is not the same as a man and a man that makes no sense a man two adult men together and a man and a like 15 year old together not the same thing okay it's weird it's gross it's wrong i don't understand it y'all need to drop that back off burn it okay because pedophilia should not be looped in lumped in with the lgbt community they already have problems the lgbt community has enough problems with black trans women dying in these streets and then religious bakers that making people fucking cakes for their weddings they don't need to be dealing with some 35 year old man who wants his relationship with a 15 year old girl to be seen as okay it's not it's not okay it's weird and it's gross and i don't understand adult men who want to date younger women what's wrong with you what what older person wants to actually sleep with someone who's younger than them? What older person wants to hang out with younger people? Honestly, what I don't know what's going on through I don't know what's going in your heads, but that's absolutely ridiculous. And speaking of religious bakers and cakes, let's talk about this little situation. Now I think that um, this kind of sorry. I'm sniffling a lot okay I'm pretty sure that we all kind of know this Oof. I think we all kind of know what I'm talking about with this whole um, this cake situation wait I'm waiting for my wait for my article to load because I can't be talking and not know it have the facts in front of me okay so basically, um, Charlie Craig and Daniel Mullins, they walked into a bakery and they wanted a wedding cake. And now they are in a Supreme Court case over the limits of free speech. Basically, the Supreme Court is divided over the Colorado's bakers, Colorado baker's refusal to design a wedding cake for a same-sex couple because he thought it would infringe on his religious rights. I don't know what's wrong with you people. Just bake them the cake, okay? If a person walks into your store and says, Hi, I need a wedding cake. They want to offer you money. They want to pay for your services. 
they need your they need you to bake a freaking cake it's all gotta do is sure bake them the cake give them the cake move on with your life okay this is this is what we have for five years okay this is also what up for five years is it so difficult for you to bake a freaking cake is that so hard you just go in the kitchen like okay guys we gotta bake a cake and then you're done that's it that's all you have to do this is absolutely ridiculous and stupid and also a lot of people will be like oh well why don't they just go to another bakery and have someone else bake their cake they shouldn't have to do that there, sh there shouldn't be a problem with someone baking them a cake it's not difficult i don't know why you're stretching i don't know why you're making this a big deal my guy just bake them the cake like why <sighs> and he says that he would he's okay the baker's name is phillips basically that's his last name and he refused to bake the cake for same-sex marriage because he said it could be seen as an affront to the gay community huh wow and i feel like wait wait wait, 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 wait. okay so there is a supreme justice judge i think that's how you say his title anthony kennedy who's in the middle of the vote kind of for this and he says that Colorado officials are exhi exhibiting a hostility, a hostility to religion. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna break this down for y'all. The fact that this took five years to like, to like, ugh. the fact that it took five years for this person, for. Ugh. This is absolutely ridiculous. Let me just let me just say this. Two men walk into your store and they ask you to bake them a cake. And you think the fact that they ask you to bake them a cake is them trying to undermine your religious belief? You think that's them trying to hold your beliefs hostage? Trying to get their way? You think that if you bake them a cake, all the gays will rule over the world uh, and like t just shove their marriage rights in your face. I don't, I honestly do not understand why you are so mad that this couple wants a cake. You're a bakery. That's your job. You're supposed to make a cake for these people. Honestly, one of the people who are, what like, the couple is um, Charlie Craig in moments and Charlie Craig could have just walked into the store and said hi I need a wedding cake and then you would have baked the cake and then that would have been it but the fact that they're gay is, is so terrible and you're not supposed to withhold services for someone because of their sexual orientation that's pretty much against like code it's like you can't it's like when you apply for a job you know it says they do not discriminate people because of your sexual orientation, your gender identity, or your race. So if you don't get hired for a job because you're black, or you don't get hired for a job because you're a Sikh or Muslim, or you don't get hired for a job because you're a transgender woman, then that is them basically just infringing on your civil rights. And that's wrong. And it's wrong in this case too. It's so difficult for you to bake a cake for a gay couple. Like, that's so terrible. Like, they should... A gay couple should be able to walk into a bakery and pick a see, oh, that bakery's nice. Okay, we'll get their, our cake from there. And they get a cake. 
You should be making their lives more difficult, alright? Being rude as fuck, honestly. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say about that because I still think it's kind of ridiculous that this still happens to people. Like, people can't get a fucking cake for Christ's sakes. Why are you making things so goddamn difficult for everyone? Just do your fucking job and bake the goddamn cake, alright? It's not, it's not hard. It's not hard at all. Alright, let's move on to something a little more complicated. Now, I tell you guys this all the time that I am a young... I'm young, alright? I don't really know much about, like, huge world conflicts. And if I explain this terribly, I'm sorry. But let's talk about the rotten orange decision to acknowledge Jerusalem as Israel's capital and then <coughs> saying that they will move the U.S. Embassy to Israel, therefore destroying years and years of peace talks in the Middle East and just fucking everything up. And my tea is so hot, thank goodness. Okay, I'm just gonna read this article to you guys and just like try and just, we're just just gonna talk through it. Let's just do it, all right? So the State Department has not yet said whether the US considers Jerusalem to be part of Israel, even though the idiot in chief recognized the city as Israel's capital. He reversed nearly seven decades of U.S. foreign policy on Wednesday in announcing that U.S. would acknowledge Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, a controversial move that threatened to derail future peace talks in the region. See, this is the problem. This is the thing that people were not thinking about when they were voting. This is the thing people were not thinking about during the primaries. Is the fact that this idiot went on TV and almost every day said something stupid, said something ridiculous, said something terrible, proposed a Muslim ban. Who does that? Who proposes a whole ass ban on a religious population? And then not only after that fact, people are like, hmm, maybe he could be a good president. You didn't stop to think that this idiot has no domestic policy experience, no foreign policy experience, has probably the IQ of like a bag of Cheetos and looks like a fucking bag of Cheetos. Let's be serious here. And then when this idiot was inaugurated, you didn't stop to think about all of the countries, all of the allies that we have, the ties to other countries that we have, all the other things that help make the U.S. a world power, maybe because our president is supposed to be someone who is poised, someone who speaks like affluently and knows what he is doing and has a sound mind and good like sense of knowledge to foreign policy and how to be diplomatic to other countries and what he should say to other countries and what he shouldn't say to other countries and what you shouldn't say is that Jerusalem is not the capital of Israel. Do you not understand that there have been so many conflicts within the Middle East and then you just go and just like oh fuck it let's just burn it all to the ground fuck everything like it's horrible enough that europe hates us it's terrible enough that north korea wants to bomb us it really does suck to the fact that mexico has had 
a huge impact on the fact that the current idiot in chief hates Mexico and that has hurt their exports, it has hurt their economy because the leader of a world power thought that a country was full of rapists? Do you realize what kind of what kind of effect that had on Mexico? And not only that, not only to that fact, this idiot Oh my gosh. I mean, what were people thinking when you were voting? What were you thinking? This is the country. It's not a business. This country depends on other governments. This country depends on other leaders. This country talks to the U- United Nations. There are other conflicts within the world that look to the United States to be a light. That look to, that look to the United States to help other countries. That look to the United States for their military power and intelligence and foreign policy. And then what you did was elect an idiot who has completely was completely fucking destroying all of our ties to other countries our allies fucking hate us a country wants to bomb us and then another country is hacking into our elections do you see how ridiculous this is do you see how mind-boggling this is and you fucking idiot who voted for this dumbass couldn't stop to think for one goddamn second about what would happen. You idiots. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Let me move on. Let me move the fuck on before I start cursing everybody out. Anyways. U.S. officials are examining how the idiots' recognition of Jerusalem would reflect on government maps. Ugh. The status of Jerusalem has been a sensitive issue for decades. The city is home to holy sites revered by Muslims, Christians, and Jews, and Palestinians have long aspired to establish at least part of the city as the capital of a future Palestinian state. In the days before Trump's announcement, political leaders across the Arab and Muslim worlds warned that recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital would spark upheaval and undermine stability in the region. And now, as you can see, there are political protests happening right now. There are so many things. There are riots going on in Jerusalem. People are mad. People are furious and upset because this was a stupid. This was a stupid ass idea. I don't know who talks to this idiot in the office. I don't know who's communicating. With him, I don't know who. I don't know what. I don't know what happened, but oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. The move sparked global condemnation from world leaders. Oh my gosh, there's a whole history to Jerusalem and Israel and everything that's going on and the Palestinian-Israeli conflict has it's been this has all been like a huge issue a huge problem since like late 1940s at least okay and I have an article from Al Jazeera Al Jazeera I believe and you can read it and it will help you understand everything that's going on. It'll help you understand why this topic is so controversial. Why this needs to be dealt with like a lot of peace talks. And why 
this whole conflict is so important and detrimental to people who live here in the United States and also people who live there in the Middle East. Like all of these, um, all the reactions and the UN called for an emergency meeting on on the US Jerusalem decision, all these protests that are happening, this is going to fuck everything up and I'm not, oh my gosh, Jesus, where, Jesus, Lord. Not only is this happening, oh, not only is like all of these, it's, there's so much. There's so much to this conflict that I cannot explain to you. But I will leave articles in the description that you should most definitely read and you should most definitely educate yourself on because this is huge. Like, the fact that this happened is. Oh my gosh, this is, this is, this is something that we probably won't be able to fix. Like, the amount of things this idiot will fuck up in his term, it will take decades to rebuild. And I'm, ah, we're fucked. We're so fucked. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, we're so fucked. Jesus help us all. But you guys should definitely, I'm going to leave some articles for you guys to read. Please read them. Please educate yourselves on them. Because this, all of the rage happening right now, oof, this is, this is like, this is like a burning pile of shit happening. And then the idiot chief vowed to broker a peace agreement. Listen, dumbass, shut your mouth. Your mouth got us in this situation, so you need to shut it. Go lock yourself in your room, eat a bucket of KFC, drink a goddamn McDonald's milkshake, and watch goddamn boxer friends, and someone take away his phone. Please, Jesus. Oh my gosh, I'm ready to throw something out the window. Okay, okay, you know what? Let's just move on to something else, because I'm going to lose my mind right now. Um, let's, oof. The next thing on my um, outline is sexual assault, and I'm not okay. Everything is just trash. Um, but recently, um, Dylan Farrow, who is, um, what's his name? Woody Allen's daughter, um, wrote an article basically talking about why why is it Woody Allen being fired? Why is it Woody Allen being called out in this whole Me Too campaign? In this whole, like, I don't know, kind of witch hunt for sexual abusers? And I think that's appropriate term. Because, you know, I'll put on a pointy hat and a cape and hop out a fucking broomstick to take down some sexual abusers. I'll do it. I'm not scared. I feel, I feel like I could do that. And it sucks that, um... That Woody Allen is still making movies. It sucks that he's still like so famous and he's making so much money still, even though he's a disgusting human being. And if you don't know, um, what Woody Allen has done, he married his daughter, I believe, and he abused Dylan Farrell when she was young. And sh you know, Dylan has tried so 
hard to like talk about what happened to her and like she has accused her father of the things and the fact that people still work with Woody Allen it's just like kind of like do you not believe Dylan like why do y'all exempt Woody Allen after this whole like brainstorm of sexual assault allegations like why why have you spared this idiot this loser I mean This man is so ugly. Jesus. I don't care if he's a good director. I've honestly, I've never seen any Woody Allen film in my life, which makes sense because I don't watch any film that anybody likes, but to exempt him, to like not, um, to allow him to still make movies and all this shit is terrible, you know? And... He shouldn't be spared for this. And I feel like we do we do need to like listen to Woody Allen and not listen to Woody Allen. I mean listen to Dylan Farrow. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm sick. And I can barely talk. But I do support Dylan and everything that Dylan is doing. I think it's really great and I'm proud, you know. I remember that um, Dylan did a interview with, with who? With Stephen Colbert. I have yet to watch it. There are a lot of interviews I haven't watched yet. I want to watch it though. I do want to watch it and like see and talk about it, you know. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I burped. That was... That was ridiculous. Um, But yeah, I have some other stories that I do want to talk about. They're just random stories that I found online. I want to talk about uh, Al Franken. He recently resigned. And it's really great that he resigned. I feel like that's really important that he did that. Because of everything that's happening. And a lot of Democratic... Um, a lot of Democratic politicians called for his resignation and everything, which is awesome. But I don't understand why Roy Moore is still running. Like, why is he still running? I don't understand why Donald Trump is still president. Like, with the same vigor and the same, like, aggressiveness that you called for Al Franken's resignation, you should have done that when Al Green was having the, the vote to impeach Donald Trump. Like, he was an outspoken person for it, and then Democrats and also Republicans alike decided to table it and try to shut him up for the talks. Not only is... Not only is the idiot-in-chief been accused of sexual assault, he's been accused by 19 women now. It's up to 19. Do you not understand how ridiculous this is? 19 women have come forward. To say that, yeah, this dude sexually assaulted me, or harassed me, abused me. He did all those things to me. And now y'all just want to, what, keep him in the White House and hopes to pass the fucking legislation? Are you ridiculous? Are you dumb? Also, who's doing, like, what legislation, bitch? I mean, birth control is on the fritz. 
there's concealed weapon laws are happening there's net neutrality that's going down like there's so much shit happening in the white house right now and you know what would make everyone so happy if possibly we all came together to impeach him impeach the idiot in chief come on let's let's not let's not be ridiculous let's not be stupid let's let's be smart about this impeach the idiot in chief I support it 110%. And I'm glad that Al Franken resigned. You know, I'm glad that he apologized. And the woman who came forward talking about... Um, the woman who came forward with her story, you know, forgave him. And I'm glad that this has all been resorted in that he stepped down, as many people should, when they are accused of sexual harassment. And I believe that um, John Conyers was also... John Conyers also resigned and he stepped down. I believe that happened as well. And it's great because the Democrats are holding, you know, um, their elected officials responsible. They're holding them responsible. But um, the fact that Roy Moore has denied his allegations of sexual misconduct with teenage girls and the fact that this idiot is still running is, it's ridiculous. It's, it's. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be stumbling and like stuttering, but what the, f what is, what's, what? Oh my goodness. Absolutely ridiculous, absolutely stupid, absolutely wrong. Hmm. Oh, also there's representative Trent Franks. I just saw this recently. Um, Apparently, he is going to announce his resignation because he asked um, two female members of his staff if they would be a surrogate for his child, and I thought that was strange. First of all, who the fuck are you? Second of all, what? That's very, very weird and apparently this guy has been like an outspoken opponent of abortion and I think that his wife um I think that his uh, wife went through um miscarriages as they were trying to have children and I don't see any other I'm reading this article right now and I don't see anything else that called a misconduct but basically he just asked two of his female staff if they would be a surrogate to his children which is super creepy it's super strange it's super weird how why why would you feel comfortable enough to ask two women to do that for you that's strange okay i i what what sense does that make also there have been a lot of people who have been accused of sexual assault within congress i believe uh, the House of Ethics Com Committee has opened has also opened an investigation into Representative Blake Farenhold, who is a Republican of Texas, who has said he will pay back eighty four thousand dollars in taxpayer funds used to settle a sexual harassment claim from a former staffer. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! There's also Representative Ruben. I can't say his last name. I'm gonna say Ruben K. He is a Dem Dem he's a Democrat from Nevada, and he has 
come under pressure to resign after a former campaign staffer accused him of sexually harassing her. Oh no, 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 God, oh, this is the problem. Men are so trash. It is. It's not even a partisan issue. It's not because Republicans are worse than Democrats or anything like that. It's because men in power feel like they can do whatever they want, and in that way, they fucking act gross and violate the women who work for them and trust them, the women they pay to be their staffers, the women who are trying to just help their campaign, and then they be gross and nasty. To them and the thing that sucks is that when you come forward with sexual harassment and you file that claim you still have to work with the person who you've accused of sexual harassment and most of the time people will find out in the office or in the white house and then you know you might be you may not get hired by anyone else because people will gladly protect the person who sexually harassed you and just throw you to the side because you're just another staffer and that's the thing that sucks because there's so many democrats who will happily trash on the women who've come forward about um, Al Franken. But they will fail to recognize the fact that Al Franken should fucking step down. absolutely, And it's great that he has. And I feel like more people should. Such as Roy Moore should step the fuck down and let Dudge Doug Jones win. That makes perfect sense, you know? And I wish we would stop spending so much time blaming victims. I said I wish we stop so much. I wish we would stop spending so much time trying to discredit the victims' stories and not listen to them. Just because someone you like and someone you look up to has been accused of doing something super terrible doesn't mean they didn't do it. They most likely did it, and you just don't want to believe it because it's going to be hard for you. Because you look up to this person, because you think this person is really great, because you admire this person, and you see them as kind of like a hero in a way, and for them to have done that to you would destroy the image that you have created of them in your mind. And sometimes you just gotta wake up and face the fact that people are human and they do stupid things and they do terrible, horrible things that violate and hurt women and they should be held the fuck accountable for it that's for sure that's for damn sure and also in other news of believing women uh lawyers for girls writer murray miller who has been accused of sexual assault by actress aurora perino i believe had initially claimed that perino had demanded money from miller now his now his lawyers are apologizing saying that claim was incorrect and that she never requested damages. Huh. Interesting to say that she claimed money in order to spit it as a way of her accusing him of sexual assault in order to get money out of him. And also, if someone who's a victim of sexual assault sues the person who assaulted them for money, that's not a bad thing. You know, the person may need money. And we shouldn't shame a woman if she sues them and asks for a settlement. What the fuck else is she supposed to get? Her innocence back? Her trust in men back? Her ability to work in a space with a lot of men and not fear the fact that they will violate her and humiliate her in a way to make them feel more powerful? Give the bitch some cash. 
If she sues you for money, then just give her a goddamn settlement, you terrible person. But she didn't ask for money. And, you know, it's terrible that people will try to discredit her and put these offensive claims to make her seem like a bad person, to make her seem like a liar. It's bad enough that Lena Dunham's headass decided to call this bitch a liar. You know, but for this to be happening is Jesus but I really hope that Aurora does find peace through this lawsuit because she deserves it oof 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 she really does deserve peace um another allegation of sexual assault is Brian Singer who I've never heard of before but apparently he is the current director of, um, I think he's the director of uh, X-Men. And he's being sued for allegedly raping a 17-year-old boy on a yacht in Seattle in 2003. Ooh, wow. Oof. That's a lot. Wow, 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 wow. Apparently he hosted a party owned by owned by Lester Walters. I don't know who that is. And he was a who Lester Walters Walt Waters, who according to the lawsuit was a wealthy tech investor who frequently hosted parties for young gay males in the Seattle area. No 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 no. What is it with older people and stop making this okay? This is, this is terrible. And also, um, a Queen biopic fired Brian Singer because of the, you know, the, um, the allegations. And this stuff just keeps happening and I just keep getting really fuck. this is, ugh. This is so awful and terrible. And of course he denies the fact that he did this, but you are an adult man. Who harassed a child. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this. Okay. Also, in some good news, I guess, John Oliver pressed Dustin Hoffman on sexual misconduct allegations. Apparently, like the, um, I don't know who Dustin Hoffman is, honestly, honest to God, but he pressed him on them and he denies groping a 17-year-old intern on Death of a Salesman movie set. Oof. And this is really great because, um, uh, apparently two women accused Hoffman of sexual misconduct and so John Oliver he brought it up he brought up the statement and Hoffman said I never met her if I met her it was in a concert with other people and Oliver said he found Hoffman's apology lacking and criticized him for claiming his behavior was not reflective of who I am it's the it's that kind of response to this stuff that pisses me off Oliver said it is a reflection of who you were if you've given no evidence to show it didn't happen then there was a period of time for a while when you were a creeper around women 
It feels like a cop-out to say it wasn't me. Do you understand how that feels like a dismissal? And then there was a back and forth through it. And um, Oliver tried to move the conversation back to, I guess, the whack of the dog. It's in the movie he was kind of interviewing them for. And Robert De Niro was there. And some other people were there. I don't know. Um, he was on a piano. And basically, he was just like, he was interviewing them about the movie. And when Oliver tried to move the conversation away from it, Tuff Hoffman turned it back to the discussion of harassment. And he continued to defend himself. And he said, I would not have made that movie if I didn't have an incredible respect for women. And Hoffman criticized Oliver for not having an open mind and asked the last week tonight host, if he believed the stuff he read. And Oliver said yes, because there's no point in an accuser lying. And then Hoffman replied, well, there's no point in her bringing it up for 40 years. <laughs> wow. And then Oliver put his head in his hands and said, oh, Dustin. Oh, John, thank you so much for showing the same kind of, like, annoyance that I have. Thank you, John. I appreciate you. None of the very few white men that I am okay with. The fact that he took the time to like, he, like we all know who John Oliver is. John Oliver is an incredibly like smart man who has an awesome show last week tonight on HBO. And he took the time to be like, you know what fucker? I believe that woman and what she said about you. I know you did it. And he confronted him about it when many people would be sh would shy away from the, the shy away from it when many people would just do their job and move on and when many people would just ignore it and he took the time to be like, you're an asshole. <laughs> and he's like, but why did she bring it up after all this time? Not understanding that victims go through a lot of trauma and it doesn't matter when you go forward with your sexual assault harassment, it doesn't matter when you talk about it. What matters is that you talked about it, you opened up, you shared your story, and your story matters. And, you know, victims do not lie about certain things like this, like sexual harassment. It's not something to lie about. And it's really great that he kind of just, like, talked about that and opened up because that matters. So, yeah. Uh... I just wanted to bring up one uh, last story. Also, two stories. Roy Moore believes America was great during slavery. I don't understand why people when they're trash, but I'm over it. I don't not understand. This is so stupid. And um, back in September, apparently, one of the few African Americans in a crowd, when he was at a campaign rally, asked the candidate what he thought was the last time America was great. And he said, I think it was great at the time when families were united. Even though we had slavery, they cared for one another. Our families were strong. Our country had a direction. And he also referred to Native Americans and Asians as, oh, red and yellows. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said that. But Lord, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Wow, that's so stupid. That's so terrible. That's so awful. Why are you people going to vote for this idiot? Wow. Why do people vote for idiots? Why? Why do you do it? Do you not see, do you not see how terrible this is? Do you not see how stupid this is? Do you not see how awful this is? What, what's your fucking problem? Like slavery tore families apart. Slavery sold children. 
It beat the backs of men, turned them into mules, and black women were raped through slavery. But it united the white families? Really? You really have- Oh, you people are trash. You people are such fucking trash and I hate it. It's disgusting, it is gross, it is terrible, it's awful. And the fact of the matter is that you- Y'all wanna like- You wanna- Oh my gosh. Stop watering down slavery, guys. The history is terrible and sad and awful. And that is gross and distressing that you would- that This idiot would say- Ugh. Ugh, my gosh. Don't vote for this loser. Don't vote. Don't vote. Don't vote for that idiot. Don't vote for one boy, please. Please do not. All right, I'm, I'm sorry if I sound exhausted as fuck, it's cause I am. And, um, oh, also the policeman who killed Walter Scott is going to jail. Um, Michael Slatcher, I believe he's been sentenced to 19 to 24 years for killing 50 year old unarmed black man, Walter Scott, in 2015. The video that has been viewed millions of times around the world is a key role that put in that like allowed him to get the strict sentencing. <coughs> and he said he was feeling threatened and he was afraid because of uh, I'm I just want to say I'm glad that he's going to jail. I'm glad this man's putting is being put behind bars and it's very important that this is happening. Yeah, I'm glad he's going to jail. He deserves it. He deserves 20 years. Um, I don't think there's any other story I want to talk about. Uh, there is one last story that I do want to discuss that I just kind of saw pop up on my timeline. And also, guys, when you see videos online and um, it's of someone dying or getting shot at, when you retweet it, Quote trigger warning like 10 times because I hate scrolling down my timeline and just seeing someone randomly getting shot down. Okay, that's that's not okay for me, right? Um, so Daniel Shaver, an unarmed man, was killed in the hotel, how in the hotel hallway while begging for his life. At the time, the man who shot him, former officer Philip Brailsford, was on trial for second degree murder, and body cam footage of the killing has yet to be released. Now there is a movie, not movie, there's a video of it, of him dying. It's very hard to watch. It's very sad to watch this. And I honestly hate watching videos like this. But it's very important that we stay aware of what's happening. And this happened in Arizona, I believe, in um, the jury found the Mesa, Arizona police officer not guilty of second degree murder, which sucks. The eight member jury also found Brailsford not guilty of the lesser charge of reckless manslaughter, which I don't understand. Uh, 
at least 50 people were shot and killed by police in Arizona. 6.9 million. Over a similar 12-month period in England, a population of 53 million, six people were killed by police. I don't understand why so many people get killed by police in America, and yet no one wants to do anything about police shootings. No one wants to do anything about the have like. It's awful that this keeps happening. Cause um. Daniel Shaver was not reaching for a gun. He wasn't threatening the police officer's life. He literally got down on his knees and was shot at by a police officer. And it's awful that this happened to Daniel. He was also 26 years old. And, um... <clears throat> Daniel deserves to be heard. So please just pray for the family because it's awful that this happened to him and he didn't deserve to die like that and i'm sorry to end this on such a sad note but i must end it this is the end of here's what i think not like the end like this is the last episode ever like this is the end of this podcast episode thank you guys so much for listening you all mean so much to me and um that's basically it also, I want to say again, sorry, well, sorry for Patreon's, like, BS. Like, it's not my fault, but I'm just, like, apologizing. I'm apologizing because of empathy, and I really do appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate my patrons. You all mean the world to me, you know, and um, that's basically it. Um, I'm almost done with finals, so, yeah. I'm going to try and upload more this week. I'll, I really am going to try and upload more this week, but, uh, I just want to thank you. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you guys next week and I hope you all stay blessed. so much for listening to this week's episode of here's what i think your support honestly means the world to me you all are so great and amazing so i just want to thank you again for listening i don't really have any new podcasts for you to listen to this week um i have been binge watching this show on netflix called the oa which you should definitely get into because it's really good and i like it a lot i think you guys will love it as well I've also been listening to Gorilla's new album, Daniel Caesar, and I've been listening to Superfruit's new album. Thank you so much for all the support you guys have been giving me. I really appreciate it. And also, I've been binge-watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is my show. So definitely get into it. Let me know what you think. And also, please listen to Paramore's new album and Kelly Clarkson's new single, Love So Soft. Single. Kelly Clarkson's new single. I love her. Thank you so much, and stay blessed.